All right, so here we are on remote viewing part two. So you have to remember the part one where we talked about what remote viewing is, what it isn't. Um, um, I'll post notes later, uh, but it's not, it, I stress at least the beginning level, it's not out of body experience, right? You're not like drifting out of yourself and going to some destination and then like doing things and then, then coming back. There's a, there, there are some people that teach that as part of remote viewing, but that's a lot more advanced than just the basic level. And like I said, this comes from uh, a military program started as uh, Gaslight, Stargate, the Jedi Project. These are all projects about from the Defense Intelligence Agency uh, trying to figure out how to make better warriors, how to make people better at what they do. And again, quick review at the height of the Cold War, uh, whatever the Russians were doing, we would do, right? And of course, there was a lot of, now we know there's a lot of disinformation that they would, we would do it too, say we're doing something and they weren't, but it would cause the other side to go spend money and waste resources trying to figure out all this, all this stuff, right? Um, you know, so it's kind of cool, kind of cool. Um, but what, what remote viewing is, is about, you know, finding a target somewhere on the planet. Now, one of the things, even at the very beginning, they found it was easier to find things than it was people, right? Because people move quickly, you know, very quickly. Um, and even though things may move, you know, airplanes or ships, uh, it's easier, I guess the thing was, it was easier to find a static target than a moving target, right? Because if, if we're trying to find a target, you know, the USS, if it was deployed, if, if it wasn't retired, the USS Missouri, the battleship, and you remote view it, it might say you're right here at certain longitude and latitude. But by the time you get the information, if the ship is moving, it could be whatever, how many you know, miles away. So anyway, it's easier to do that. But again, you're downloading information, you know, and what they found, the interesting part of it that always fascinated me is people that thought they were psychic sucked at learning the skill, right? Because they had their preconceived notions, things like that, right? And then I heard one guy talk later, he goes, he compared it to athletes learning a new skill. Um, if you're a pretty good athlete and you're good at like a certain skill, can you learn a, that skill in a new way? Or do you want to default to the old way, right? Um, so people that were like just open to the idea that you could do it, woof, they were fine. We could do this. We'll learn it. It's kind of cool, right? And again, there were some subtext that went on with it. You had to be mission-oriented, um, which means if we had a group and we were going to do a remote viewing session to look for something. Uh, if we found the target, let's say there's six of us or eight of us, however many there are doing the viewing, um, and when you come back and they tell you we found the target, great work, that's fine. But if any one of the people had to find out if they were the one that was right, 
you they were kicked out of the program. Right? Because if the need to be right will sabotage you. The other thing that you have to stress, and we're going to get into this today on how to train for that, is you cannot use your imagination. Right? You're not, and that's hard, I'm telling you, that's the hardest thing when you start doing this process. You want to jump in and use your imagination because you be smart or you be educated and you have experience and you're going to try to fill in the blank. And once your imagination kicks in, it usually takes you down a different path. So you had to be open. It didn't matter if you hit the target or not. You're just doing basically a little exercise. Okay. Um, and much like sports, they referred to sports again. If you read some of the old literature that once a training session was over, you forgot about it. You didn't want to review it, right? Just like Reed was an athlete. Once the, once the play's over, once the game's over, you learn a little bit, but then you move on. You can't be playing the last game. You know, you hear the golfers talk about, you're not playing the last hole, you're playing the hole you're on, right? You're playing the round of golf right now, right? And again, it sounds, it, it's easier said than done, right? Uh, and there's so much unknown. Again, one of the fun parts that they found was um, that spec op type people, people that were in that world, intelligence and spec ops, were better at it than some of the others, right? Uh, even though you wouldn't think of them as being open to these kind of things, they're mission oriented, they're task oriented, they just want to get the job done. Um, and so, that's just some of the background, right? So again, the only belief you have to have for this to work is a belief in like a collective consciousness, a universal consciousness, a matrix, because all you're gonna be doing is tapping into that information and downloading it, not into your mind, conscious mind, not into your subconscious mind, this is where hypnotists have trouble, Right? Well, the subconscious, no, 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 au contraire. You're downloading it into your nervous system. It has to be so fast, it overrides everything. And then the real talent with remote viewing is decoding the information that you get. You know, And again, this was all like in the late 70s, 80s, going into early 90s, we didn't have the internet. Uh, the other reason people go, what happened to it? Well, there's a lot of, I don't know if there's information or misinformation. We don't know. But uh, if you're trying to look for something uh, in the early 90s, started in the late 80s, going through the 90s. And remember, this is a military program. Uh, with the advent of satellites that we have now, it's easier to just move a satellite. and You can take a picture of a pack of cigarettes on, uh, on Michelle's front porch. Right? You can't. Now with thermal imaging, they can take the pack of cigarettes and tell you how many is in the package. Right? If it's a, I mean, it's like, so why go through all this training and effort when you can just take pictures? And then, starting about 15 years ago, with drone technology, it's even easier. They have those drones that actually look, and everybody thinks it's bullshit, but it's true. They look like flies. They're about that big. Right? And they look like, and they make a fly sound. And if you're in parts of the world where, well, I live in that part of the world if I was away from the city, where there's bug sounds, 
no one's going to notice that little thing flying by and it can take pictures right? and transmit data back. Right? So it's like, you know, it's just, it's faster, it's easier, things like, so all that stuff was going on. But for what we want to do, the cool thing, the reason it's so popular, A, it's just kind of cool, but the side effect of remote viewing is it makes you more psychic. It makes you more intuitive, right? Because they all talk, some of the first round people that learned it said, once you open that channel up, it, it, you can't turn it off. That makes sense to everybody. I mean, it's like now you're connected to the internet, right? How do you, and in this case, it's hard to disconnect, right? Because I would say the argument is that's what nature wants, but we were raised to disconnect from this collective consciousness. You know, the educational system and everything is about logic and da, 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 right? You know, as opposed to when this happens, as some of the um, Monteagle and some of those guys would say, some of the people that are just Google it, is, is suddenly you just know shit. Someone will ask a question and you'll just know something. You know, and then you'll find out you were pretty close to being right. Maybe not 100%, but you were in the ballpark, right? You know, my voice teacher used to say, you know what? A professional singer will, will throw a strike in, on every pitch. A pretty good singer, if you're in the playing field, that's all most people want, right? You know, you're going to be close to the notes and most people want to be right. So, but it just like it opens up this data information flow, if you will, right? And, and if you want to look at it another way, since the last time I taught this stuff, it's like, and once this day, and, and the collective consciousness, I wonder if like Facebook, Google, and all these things are modeling how this works, but it's like, have you ever had the experience? You're looking at something on the internet. I don't care what site, it doesn't matter what site, you're looking at an RV, we were doing this yet, looking at an RV, right? And suddenly, oh my goddamn Facebook, there's the RV. Right, it's like, kind of. I, I just, we Googled, you know, I Googled it, I was looking, oh, look, you know, a mini Winnie 23, da, 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 right? And, now it's like it pops up on my Facebook feed over there on the side about, you know, you may be interested in this. Right? So that's kind of like what happens. You tap in and now this, this information comes to you whether you want it or not. And I haven't done the research. If somebody wants to do that, maybe some of the advanced remote viewer type people have figured out an off switch to disconnect. Right? To disconnect. That makes sense to everybody. So maybe like what someone said, maybe like what AI is doing is kind of how this stuff works. It's just, that's why AI is so fast. When you type in, we did that the other day, like here's some information and then it'll just, and you know, Diamond Diller can tell you this and suddenly it'll write out a really good quote, post, ad, just like, and it's tapping into information, right? And if you're, and I've learned if you add like, 
you, if you have AI write something and say, using the above, add research, it'll go find research and add it into the, you know, in, into the right, it, and it depends on the question you're asking, right? And that's the same thing. And those people that are really into AI and it works with remote viewing, you have to ask the correct question, right? Just like when you're searching something online, right? Have you ever like tried to find something and you it took you several attempts to you ask the question the way Google understood it or Amazon, whatever you're looking for, right? Boom, right? So anyway, there's that's some of the background, right? So you had to be open to being connected to this collective consciousness. You had to be open to the idea that the information is going to be instantly downloaded into your nervous system. Not your conscious mind, not even your subconscious mind. Into that same part of your body that would hold a, a deep trauma. It does not know words. Right? It really doesn't even understand a lot of images. It's just things in your nervous system. So the skill is getting the information downloaded and then decoding that information, right? And, and the way it works, and so that's kind of a brief overview. You can review what we did last week. It kind of goes in a little bit more detail, but it's some cool stuff, a lot of information out there, right? Um, and um, are, are people still using it? I don't know. You know. God knows the government would never lie to us about anything, right? They're always upfront and honest in everything that they do, right? So we don't know, but the best way to hide it is put it in plain view and then say it's not real, right? As long as you don't text it like Tucker Carson and come back and bite you in the ass, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Anyway, so, um, so anyway, so hot. So you're going to collect. You're going to connect to the collective consciousness, and they would just teach a very basic. It's kind of like it. It actually came from the way I understand it from um, Silva, Silva mind control, where you just close your eyes, roll your eyes up underneath your eyelids, take a deep breath, and so you're trying to access the alpha state. That's basically it, right? Kind of trying to get the consciousness out of your mind and try to have your mind go blank. Again, easier said than done. Ask the people who practice meditation. Right? But you kind of enter the alpha state. And then what's going to happen, you, you imagine whatever way you're going to connect to, the, to this collective consciousness. Is it a streak of energy or light going from, from you out to the universe? Is it in court? It in, it, it, it in, it's tapping into all knowledge known and of the of now the past and if you do it and they say if you practice it including the future right so you collect you're tagging into the basically god kind of thing. you're gonna you know but the information is going to be downloaded and it's downloaded kind of like if you ever tried to open a a document using the wrong program on your computer and it comes up X's, O's, or just a bunch of crap on your page, right? You have to, you have to run it through the program, make it look like a Word document or a pixel or a, or a picture, correct? Everybody, we're familiar. This will probably be easier to teach now than when they were doing this in the 90s because most of us, unless you were really into computers, 
didn't understand this, right? So suddenly you got this file in your head. It's like a zip file with all this just raw data. So how do you decode that information? That is what most of the training was in remote viewing, right? The one I took mid-90s, right, was it's a five-day thing, right? Um, and then I had the videos. I'm looking for videos. God damn, I'm dating myself now. VHS tapes, right? And, uh, you know, so it was it was a long, and the, most of the, this part, we they teach pretty quick, like how you tap in, you do this, good. Now we got to work on downloading the information and keeping your imagination out of it. Keeping the imagination out of it. And it's not a, you know, so you're going to use whatever image, you know, that works for you and how you're going to connect to the universe. And then the information will be downloaded, right? Uh, the two I would, the, the one I was turned on to when I was first learning it is if you're a Star Trek fan, or even if you're not, you probably, you might have seen an episode of Star Trek when they beam up. Right? Their bodies turned into energy. The energy is transported, and then it has to reassemble. Right? And so that little, and then it would like go, oh, whatever. That was a cool. Uh, you know, I would imagine like, you know, this information is like coming in through the transporter, just being downloaded into the, you know, in, into your head or into your nervous system. Um, Every, I've seen some really cool pictures where it shows like a lightning strike coming from the universe, like hitting, hitting the earth or hitting the water. And that's a cool one if you're, you know, you're going to be hit weird way by this energy bolt being downloaded. The one I really like comes from, and you know, guys know me, I'm a movie fan. Uh, Thor from the Avengers when he would do the thing and they would open up the gateway and there's that huge energy portal that would open like that, and then they would do that, right? So you're connecting to the known universe and the unknown universe. And this information is being downloaded. But again, it's not in a way you can understand. It's raw data. It'd be like opening up, you know, uh, a Word document in a JPEG file. It, it, it can't, your brain can't read it, right? But you can begin to decode it. And so the way you do it is you, you're going to relax yourself, right? Like try to enter into the alpha state. Okay? And then you're going to get relaxed and you're going to get a set of coordinates since it's, we're looking for a target. And the way they usually do it is it's just a random set of four numbers. You know, random set of four numbers, you know, 16, 24, something like that, whatever it is, just random four numbers. Means nothing to your conscious mind or your subconscious mind, right? Um, the only person that knows what it is is what's in the target. Could be a picture, it could be a word of a target, right? But it it's it's the concept is 
it's been programmed in. Now you're going to, you know, this is the IP address. You're going to tap into the IP address. It's going to be downloaded. Now, the way you end up downloading it is you're sitting there and um, I'll walk you through it. Get relaxed. You enter to the alpha state. You got your hand, you got your piece of paper. And then when you get the target, whatever the target is, whatever I said, like, I don't know, 2342, right? And you imagine information downloading, your hand, your dominant hand will just make some kind of motion on the piece of paper. Don't think about what the motion is. It's just going to be an autonomic response for all my hypnotists, right? How many of you have tried to use autom autonomic responses and you got to slap the person going, no, don't make it go yes or no. Just do that, whatever it is, right? And when you get it, if you've ever done it and had it done to you, it's really freaking cool, right? You might not even be aware of it, but you're, you know, it could be a squiggly line. It could be a, a curve. I have no idea what it's going to be, right? Your hand's just going to go, whoosh, whatever it is, right? Like a motion. Right? And that's all you know. And that, that is how it's downloaded into your system. Now, what are you going to do with this? And it may have nothing to do with the target. It's a, your, your hand just goes and makes a circle. What's that got to do? You know, unless you're looking for a circle, it, doesn't, it means nothing. So the way you decode it, and again, this is easier for us NLPers and or hypnotists, is you're going to use your submodalities to decode it. Right, you're going to pull up like a submodality. I'll I'll just walk you through it, but a submodalities checklist. So you you'll just like you, I'll get you relaxed. We'll do this. I'll give you a target, and you'll make a motion. Right now you have it, and then what you do is you put your pen somewhere on the on on the image that you you drew, and you just don't. And again, don't use your imagination. And then usually the person helping you until you learn how to do it yourself will go. I was trained to start with the physical, right? Is it, is it hot or cold? Is it, is it hard or soft? And you're, I'm just going to go, to make sense to everybody. I'm just going to go through the checklist, right? And all you do is kind of write like it's, you know, so it could be like, it's hard cold, it's, it's huge, it's expansive. It, all, these things will come to you as you touch it, right? It's imposing, right? These words will just start coming. You're not putting any, and the hard part again, no feeling, no imagination, just you're just writing. So it's hard, it's cold, it's huge, it's imposing, it's dangerous, right? Da, 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 da. We'll go through a few more for the physical, okay? You touch it again. And you might do sight. No, is it a what color is it? Or colors, you know? And it's like, oh, it's whatever, you know. It's it's green. Got some blues in it. And we just go through the checklist. And then at the end, and we'll go through, you know, uh, kinesthetic, auditory, uh, uh, visual olfactory, gustatory, you go through all of them. So you have a whole list of words, right? And then you just look at the list of words 
Then we go back into the relaxed state, access it thinking about those words. And then when you open your eyes, you just sketch what comes to mind. Again, don't use your imagination. You just sketch what comes to mind. And again, it's, it's, it's weird and a little bit beyond consciousness. Um, and again, when I did this that one time at the conference, at a conference, and we were looking for targets, right? It was kind of cool what people came up with, right? And they were my, you know, a, a few of them were in the ballpark, it seemed like. A couple were on the field. I'm not sure if anybody hit the target. I remember the one was like a dolphin in the Gulf of Mexico. Gol Pot of Dolphins, Gulf of Mexico. So it's a big target. And a few people had blue, blue, green. I still remember that. Moving, joyful, right? A little bit of fear. Well, dolphins are always, you know, hell, there's predators out there and things like that. So there's all the, so they got, they got close, right? Family. I mean, these words came. So a few people were pretty close, right? Um, and it's just kind of cool, right? And then we had the other, we had a couple other targets. It was just kind of fun. Does this make sense to everybody? Right? And again, it's easier said than done. And the whole part is training you to, if you want to get serious at this, is practice, you know, decoding the information that comes to you. Right? And again, now look at, now before we do the exercise, how many of you have had the experience where, like you're about to do something or something's going on and you go, you get a feeling or an image and you, you'll say things like, I can't put my finger on it. or it doesn't sound, you know, but something, it could be a person, it could be a place, it could be a thing, right? But then again, sometimes you'll let your conscious mind get involved, override whatever that initial thing was, right? And again, it's all about attuning to that gut feeling, that gut, you know, the, the download. Does it make sense to everybody? Mixing up the target. All right. Barb. Barb. Pick right hand or left hand? Right hand. Right hand. This is my right hand. This is the target. You don't need to know what it is yet. I don't even know. It doesn't really matter to me. Right? So here's what I'm going to do. You need to have a, a, a good sized piece of paper. Right? Eight by 10, you know, a good sized piece of paper. And I would suggest, you know, you have it so. As you're sitting there, you're gonna have your hand, your dominant hand, right? And on a blank piece of paper, wherever it happens to be, blank piece of paper, kind of put your pen, hover right above it at the top. That seems to be the. And then I'm gonna, we're gonna walk through a quick relaxation and you're gonna imagine whatever imaging you wanna use, ladies and gentlemen, right? And then just allow your hand to make the motion. Allow your hand to make whatever motion it's going to make. 
Okay, doesn't have to be anything. Have your pen, everybody got your pen? Got your piece of paper? Okay, put your, so get it ready so you're ready to write. Now take a deep breath and keeping your eyes open, look straight ahead and kind of imagine a time you felt connected to the universe. Could have been walking in nature, it could have been swimming, it could have been dancing, just something where you were just connected to the universe, right? Your brain and body knows how to do this. Now looking straight ahead, don't blink. Just keep thinking about whatever that connection would work for you, a cord of light, a cord of energy, lightning bolt, beam. It's just going to connect you to all knowledge, known and unknown. And it's okay to get the information. Now, keeping your head straight, roll your eyes up like you're trying to look through the top of your head. Keep looking up and close your eyes. Keep your eyes rolled up underneath your eyelids. So you're looking up through the top of your eyes, if you will. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. And imagine this connection, opening up that energy, whatever, whatever imagery you're using. And it's connecting to the, to the matrix, to the universe, to the collective. And it's coming all the way down into your arm, out to your hand, touching the pen. Right? Because all information comes from this. Everything known and unknown, everything that was, everything that will be is out there. So you're connecting, connecting to it. Right? And again, in a few moments, just feeling that connection. Knowing there's no right, there's no wrong, it's just an exercise. I'm going to give you four numbers, it's just a target, and your hand will make a motion. Take a deep breath, exhale, and your target is four, three, six, seven, four, three, six, seven. Let your hand make that motion. Four, three, six, seven. Good. Now, thanking your subconscious mind, open your eyes. Hope everyone has a, um, did you make a motion on the paper? Okay. Does it make any sense? Doesn't have to make sense. Hopefully it makes no goddamn sense. It's just, it's a data stream. Now we're going to decode it. So again, um, close your eyes for a minute as we start to Decode it, tell your brain it's okay, right? And again, the hard part for this, as you get information, as we start decoding it, is you're going to just write down the first thing that pops in your head. And again, doesn't have to make sense, doesn't have to do anything. Okay, good. Now open your eyes, take your pen, and put it somewhere, just touch that line somewhere. And I want you to think, is it hard or soft? And then write that down. Is it cold, hot, warm? Does it have a temperature?
Is it light or heavy? Even physically, just from what you can feel, is it moving or still? So is it in one set location or is it moving? Touch it, touch the line again. And does it have a shape that pops into your mind? Does it have any other feelings, happiness, sadness? Termination, hiring, whatever feeling. Does it have an intensity? Touch the line again. And is there a location that pops into your mind? Now, staying relaxed, touch the line somewhere else, keep your mind open. What images pop into your mind? First of all, does it seem like a movie or a still picture? Is it black and white or, or color? Touch the line. And if it's a color, what color or colors pop to your mind? Is it bright or dim? Is it focused? Or is it, so is it changing or is it steady? Is it focused or defocused? What about size? Cool. In brighter dim, zero location. What's around it? Take a deep breath. Touch somewhere else on the line. What sounds pop up or do you hear? Are they loud or soft? Can you make out what they are? Words or just noise or whatever? Is there external sounds? Do so you hear things coming from the target? Or and does it bring up some internal sounds? Is there a direction? Is there a location? Taking a deep breath, touch the line. Shape whatever it was you had in another spot. And is there any smells? Does it bring up any kind of smell? Pleasant or unpleasant? 
cool. And what about tastes? Does it bring up a taste? Thank you, this connection. Now, take a deep breath, close your eyes. And again, reconnect. And now open your eyes and look at your list of the, all the kinesthetic words, all the auditory words, all the visual words. Maybe you had factory smell words, maybe even taste words. And close your eyes and let all these words just kind of flow into your system. So you can make a little sketch. And it doesn't have to be a beautiful sketch, just a sketch. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, open your eyes, and just sketch whatever it is that you thought it was, that just pops in your mind. No, and don't use your imagination, just whatever it is. Got your little sketch. And again, remember, as we get ready to do this, many times you might focus, if you do this, the other thing they talk about, you might have picked a part of a target and someone else might pick another part of the target. So it could be, you know, maybe one would focus in on people in the target and the other might, if it depends what the target is, the, the general, right? But it's that collective connection. Everybody got one? Okay. Okay. Diamond Diller. What was your little, what, what, what does your sketch look like before I reveal the target? Flower bed. A what? Flower, a bed of flowers. Oh, okay. With, with a Bed of flowers with the smell. Okay. That was the, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know which one this is. How about Michelle? You got to, yeah, unmute. So I don't know. Just what it is. Don't think about it. Okay. It okay. Uh, Disney, Orlando. Oh, okay. Tina. You know, mine, when I drew it, it almost looked like a, like a scrambled egg kind of thing with a lot of swirls. For me, it was almost like it was the sunlight and blues and greens coming in off the water. So okay. I, yeah. Okay. And don't forget, there's two targets. They might have overfed to me, me putting it up there. How about Jerry? Well, I'm no artist, but that's okay. Basically, just say what it is. Don't justify. <laughs> a lake or a pond with a bunch okay. of trees. Okay. Read. Did you do it? You might have been busy. I was indisposed when you got started, so I don't, I'm. Yeah, we heard the toilet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm supporting my good friends in their endeavor. Oh, okay. How about Dr. John? 
It was a house. House. Oh, okay. Again, I, I'm getting some. Maybe the two targets merged for some people. What about Carla from Canada? I, I got a coastline. One side is water. One side is a road and houses and hotels. So I, I think it's the Florida coastline. And there was a lot of wind and noise from the ocean. Oh, okay. Lastly, how about Barb? Okay, I'm really bad at this. Um, <laughs> I know that I know that from past experience, but um, first I had a wavy line, and then I had a circle with a bunch of like rough texture in it, and I had the color red. Okay. All right. Want to know what the target is? Yeah. <laughs> then we'll do another one real quick. Ah. The United States Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier <laughs> location. And somebody got coastline. I think it's, I remember looking, I think it's, it's port of call is Yokohama, Japan. Now for, me, for me, it was a, it was a feeling of something coming towards me, but I didn't see that it, but it was like it was flying almost towards me. Uh, well, you know, uh, aircraft carrier. They have aircraft. Maybe. Anybody see Top Gun? Your airplanes. Okay. Yes. Right. I just saw people and then this coastline. Right. Yeah. So there's no right. There's no wrong. Right. No. And don't forget. Usually, if you've ever been on a Navy base, they have housing. Right. Yeah. And they'll, especially near the commander's quarters, there'll be nice places with flower beds and, you know, oh, Taylor's okay. whole job is to keep the place nice. And right? water there, you know, we especially in Japan, it's, it's in Japan, so they really take care of it, right? That makes sense? Well, then, in a sense, it was a house then. Yeah, it could be. Wait, let's do another one because maybe there was some bleed. So take a deep breath, get another piece of paper. We'll all right. Master. I like this. <laughs> and again, it's all about decoding the information and keeping your consciousness out of it. That's the hard part. Okay. So again, look straight ahead, roll your eyes up. Close your eyes, keeping your eyelids up. Now activate that connection, make it even stronger. Port of light, a beam, an energy. Whatever works for you. And let your, tell the universe you're ready for more information, more training. Hold your pen on the piece of paper. And again, you're just going to download some information. And in fact, this time, don't open your eyes. Just keep your hands on the paper so you don't have to worry about it. So you can just make this whatever the shape that comes to you, your hand will move. You just keep looking up, thinking, being connected. And your target is 7789. That's 7789. Boom, let your hand move. Good. Now, open your eyes. Keeping the connection, look at your piece of paper. Now we're gonna go through the list again. Let's, let's reverse, let's do a different order. So touch somewhere on that on whatever that thing you wrote, line, shape, whatever it was, and let sounds come to you. 
any kind of auditory thing you get. Is it internal or external? Maybe both. Is it, is it words or sounds or people talking? Whatever it is, what, what sounds? Is it loud or soft? And again, depending on how it's coming to you, what's the direction? What's the location? Is there a tenor to the words, like a tense or a relaxed or whatever it is? What about smells? Does any smells pop into your mind? You touch a different part of the world, sweet or sour, pleasant or unpleasant. What about colors, visuals? Is there any colors, black or white or color? If so, what color or colors? Does the image seem near or far? If it's far, is there a reason it's far? Is it bright or dim? What about size? Is it small? Do you see a small picture, a big picture? Is it panoramic or framed? What, is, what happens as you glance at it? What about the size? And is it focused or defocused? Is it moving or still? What about taste? Have any kind of taste? And what about feelings? Is it hard, soft, warm, or cold? Keep, keep touching different parts of the line. They have a shape, intensity, size. Any kind of emotions that come as you think about it? Does it elicit an emotion? Good. Now, open your eyes. Look at all of those words. Just kind of put them in your head. Now close your eyes, reconnect. Let those words, so what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, what you touch, and all of those things, maybe it'll give you an image or a shape or something that will make a little more conscious sense. You're beginning to learn a different language. Then open your eyes and sketch something. Make a little drawing. And again, you're not, you don't have to be Rembrandt or Dolly or anything. Just kind of do a little sketch. And then just maybe something pops into your mind. Good. Good. All right. Jerry, what do you got? Well, um, I'm featuring, I drew a sunset over an urban city. And okay. The sun was orange, you know, so it was a casting, you know, sometimes when the sun sets, it's really orange. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
How about Carla? Okay, so I have something really big and brown outdoors, and there is a sunset. I have the sunset, and the the sky is orange. I do not see any people. Okay. I, I can't make out what it would be. Okay. I feel it's outdoors, but that's about it. Okay. How about Barb? Um, I think I got Ronald Reagan's aircraft carrier. Oh. <laughs> no, but I seriously, I did get um, like a lot of angles and metallic and um, I have silver metallic coal um, and the sound was kind of grating. And I got like a lot of angles. And so what I came up with, this is a hexagon. I don't know if you can even see it, but and uh, oh. maybe a mirror. Okay. A mirror. Okay, cool. How about Dina? Deanna? Deanna? It's, it's Dina. You said it right. Um, I had a hard time with this one. For some reason, there was a lot of straight lines down. It was darker. Okay. There was a little bit of bright up. It was kind of quiet um, and harder than the last one, but I didn't get an image. Well, we did them back to back. Yeah. How about Diamond Diller? Oh, I have a blue car driving in the desert towards the sun. I can't, it's, you know, that's the image that I have. Okay. How about Michelle? I thought it was hard. I got a lot of darkness, vast darkness, uh, yucky smells like vinegar, high-pitched sounds, ding, 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 ding. And, um... Heartbeat though really hit me, and oh. I don't I don't know I drew smiley face people and then you said and what comes to you and I went writing a book but I don't know okay and so people and writing a book I don't know Doctor John I got a house with people in it I know what this one is oh my god are you ready yes I'm ready excited. the White House. Hey, I see the house. <laughs> wow. And Barb had oval. Every I always think of the oval office. Angles. No wonder why it was so dark for me. Well, yeah, if you don't <laughs> like it. And everybody will bring their feelings to it. That's why targets are usually general. You know, it's like if you have a negative going in, right? Right? And you had sunsets. I wonder if that's the sunset of the American empire. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah, a couple of us had sunsets. Interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a change on the horizon. You know. I certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, well, we don't know. Is that fun? Did you like that? That was so much fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, uh, how do you train yourself? I have so much trouble keeping my mind out of it. Well, the <laughs> easiest would be to. Pick targets like like picture. The best way would be, the way I was told is you get like a magazine and cut out pictures. Right? Mm -hmm. Practice, real picture practice. of the White House or the an aircraft carrier or whatever you're looking or person put it there, right? And then you got a bunch of them. Put them in envelopes, right? And then have someone else do random numbers on it, not you. Right. 
And then you just kind of mix it up and you take a one at a, I would, they say only do like one a day because it'll start bleeding, right? But, you know, and then it's, it's all about getting the decoding. Now that's a way that you can practice for yourself just to develop it yourself, or is that a way that you can do it with a group or both? Both, both. And it's usually easier to find, you know, they say it's easier to find targets you have no vested interest in. You know, I'm doing a vision board workshop next next Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And I always start it with like a, like a little NLP or a little uh, hypnosis to kind of get them inspired. And I have some direction. It's a big board and I've got all these magazines and stuff. So I could go through there. It'd be easy for me to get a couple of different pictures and some envelopes and some ideas. I want to do that. Yeah. Well, and maybe how a vision board would work would be the same process. You're uploading information. I want like, find me this car or find me this house or this type person, whatever your vision board is. Right. And those people that are into it say, and the important thing is don't figure out how it's going to happen. As our dear friend Tony Robbins would say, release the tyranny of how. Right. Because you never know. So that's a little bit on remote viewing, which opens up your other abilities. But most of us are trained not to be intuitive. Would you all agree with that? Mm -hmm. I, have, I have so many times that I'm overthinking, that I'm processing and processing and taking in. And it's, and it's a natural thing that I'm analyzing and processing personalities or situations. I really have a hard time just emptying my mind. Well, didn't everybody notice... Everyone was kind of doing that, justifying and trying to just say, instead of just saying, I don't know, I got this big grade thing. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, you know, it's like whatever it was, you know. Also, does it work differently if somebody is more kinesthetic or more audio than visual? Because sometimes I, I think that my primary is kind of kinesthetic. It's how I feel not so much what I see. And so I don't know. Um, but you use them all. So you don't, you know, even though you're more, the hard part again is keeping your, your mind out of it, your education and your imagination. <laughs> Five blind targets work better. You know, because the thing you could use was for all those years, they were trying to find Osama bin Laden, but they were all trying to target Afghanistan. Right? Not Karachi, Pakistan, for God's sakes. Right? I mean, it's like, you know, he, he hid in plain view, as they said later. Right? But if you have the preconceived notion, he has to be here, he has to be there. Right? So, or whoever, whatever you're looking for. All right. That was fun. Have some fun with it. And, and Jerry asked, yeah, the other one's in the hypnosis workshops and in the Facebook group. <clears throat> Last week's training where I just kind of gave an overview.
So if you put the two together, it's a little mini course. But I'm telling you, the trainings are several days long because you keep practicing. All right, looking at the chat, let's turn off. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like. Let's turn off. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. I was going to say something brilliant. Now I lost it. It's brilliant, I said. Brilliant. <laughs>